If our love were but more faithful, we would take him at his word, and our lives would be thanksgiving. Amen. Please be seated. Perception can be a tricky thing. Looking around at the congregation, we look good, but there are still some empty seats. One could perceive that there may not be many people in those pews because of COVID. That could be true. We still have many who have not come back to worship in person. But today is also the Marine Corps Marathon, which I hear is usually a lower attended Sunday than others. Another perception may be that I'm preaching today because of the expected low turnout, but we all know that can't be the reason, right? Right? Of course not. Despite whatever is going on outside, in here, it's a special day. Today is Youth Sunday. We want to start the practice in which our youth take a more prominent role in our worship. So starting today and going forward, during our 11 o'clock service here, and on the fifth Sunday of every month for months that have five Sundays, the youth will be our readers, acolytes, and more. As we look at perception, we have some things to consider. One common perception that a lot of churches and churchgoers make will usually sound like this. The youth are the future of our church. Days like this help to reevaluate our perceptions. Our youth are here now. And if we want to allow our youth to want to come back into the future, we have to understand that they are here now and that they need to feel like they belong. That also goes for our children and for the babies who scream and are fussy during worship. And so some may say, well, that's not how I was raised. Well, they may also forget that as well-adjusted as they may be, their context is theirs and theirs alone. So we are putting our youth at the forefront and finding opportunities to do more because they are every bit a part of this church like everyone else here. Two weeks ago, I, I wrote in our weekend reflection about identity and the importance of being seen. This gives us affirmation why this is important this week in its readings. And so our gospel from Luke, it's a strange story that for once does not come from a parable. Zacchaeus, a chief tax collector, surprises 
all of us. Now we already know about tax collectors of this time. As Rob said last week in his sermon, they were despised crooks who took more than they were supposed to from the people and even lined their own pockets for their own gain. So we not only have a tax collector, but one of the top brass who climbed the ranks to get where he was, and most likely had other tax collectors working for him, whom he probably robbed as well. Now, we don't get much about him, but what the text does say is that Zacchaeus wanted to see Jesus. It could be that, well, maybe he was vertically challenged. Or that the crowd despised him so much they intentionally blocked his path. Either way, instead of climbing the ranks, he climbs a tree in order to get a good look at Jesus. And the chief tax collector is seen. And Jesus calls him and invites himself over to his house where Zacchaeus declares he will give away his possessions and writes all the people that he's wronged. Jesus, in turn, announces salvation for the sinner and identifies Zacchaeus as one of God's chosen. Jesus's actions are on par with Luke's gospel. Jesus is shown to us more as a teacher, but most of all, as a savior. The theology of Jesus's salvific nature in this story means a lot more once we realize that he's actually on his way to Jerusalem, the place where he will face death in order to save others. Before going to face his doom, he takes time to make an example out of a sinner. This story models what the gospeler wants us to know, that accepting and welcoming Jesus into our lives changes everything. The prophet Habakkuk had a similar experience. He was offering a lament, expressing his anger and frustration regarding all that was going on and around him. In a time where his homeland was experiencing invasion and warfare, he takes his case to God and yet is able to stand resolute. He says, I will stand at my watch post and station myself to the rampart. I will keep watch to see what he will say to me. The prophet puts himself in a position where he could be seen. God is able to find him and gives him an oracle that encourages him to live a life in faith for a life less frightening. A life less frightening. Knowing who Zacchaeus was before this event would have drawn many perceptions about him. 
He may have been identified as a person who has others doing things for him. Or maybe as someone who doesn't get their hands dirty. As someone of status and privilege, it may not be out of character if he wanted to see Jesus to have someone summon the Savior to him. As someone with so much power, we can also ascertain that he was an older gentleman. Although revered, I'm sure it would be, let's say, if we saw someone like Morgan Freeman climb a tree. It would be dangerous, yet exciting at the same time. Our eyes just wouldn't be able to look away. What I'm sure people didn't see coming was someone like Zacchaeus looking for Jesus. Or even regarding Habakkuk, one may not have guessed that a prophet, someone already chosen by God, would put himself in a different position where God would see him better. The perception of these characters we had may have definitely been challenged. According, please bear with me on this, I'm going to go there. According to the Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition player's handbook, perception is an ability that uses wisdom in an effort to read body language, understand feelings, or even care for an injured person. It increases your self-awareness and allows you to see something you may not have been able to see before. Our perception of how Zacchaeus and the prophet Habakkuk may have been mistaken. But what about how we perceive Jesus? We might think because Jesus is the Savior, we don't have to do anything. So I challenge us to be more like Zacchaeus and seek out Jesus. And in seeking out Jesus... I hope we can also go the extra mile and do something that we never thought we would do in order to be seen by Jesus. When we are seen by Jesus, he sees our whole self, where we came from, where we grew up, all of which helped bring a greater meaning and a greater purpose to us. We cannot be saved if we live a life of hiding. Adam and Eve hid. When they found out they were in trouble, they hid from God, and they did not trust in salvation. We need to seek out Christ and also elevate our lives in order that they may be easily seen. We should be like Habakkuk, and no matter what is going on, stand firm on the watch post. Youth Sunday serves as an example as our youth are placed in the forefront where they know they belong and have a chance to do their part for Christ. Perception can be a tricky thing. 
Don't let your perception of others or even ourselves be mistaken. Let us remember that even though we are chosen, we need to do our part to ensure that we are in God's line of sight. Amen.